0: Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Hour two on a Tuesday. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. Check them out tomorrow through the weekend. 29th and Pine Lake here in Lincoln. Austin Norman, Eric Strickland back with you. Um, some business to take care of before we dive back into the college football coaching carousel and some headlines. Um, The question was for 30 bucks to Buffalo wings and rings. How many big 10 men's teams are ranked in this week's AP poll? Stricky, your guess was three, three, your options for these questions as always are over under or the, the Rico Suave special push, the push. And it was the push three was the correct answer. Curtis, you are the winner. Those three teams, Purdue, great Tuesday, taco Tuesday, Ooh, yes, Purdue, Wisconsin, and Illinois, the only three teams ranked in the Big Ten, a couple others in the receiving votes category, uh, but that's it. So congrats again to Curtis for winning the 30 bucks to Buffalo Wings and Rings. We also have $15 to the Upside Bar and Lounge to give away. So for our next topic, which is uh, CBS Sports' uh, first-year head coach grades, the first person in with the correct answer to... For the grade that CBS Sports gave Matt Rule in his debut season, gets fifteen bucks through the upside bar and lounge. So I we'll say get to D that. minus. Strick a hater. That's hating. <laughs> no, That's I actually cat. like.
1: I actually <laughs> like Matt Rule. You no, know, worst
0: case scenario, I would say C. There was a D minus and an F given out Ooh. among these grades. May get to that. We may not. Um, before we dive into those grades, eight zero one eight on the. The text line asks, Dana Holgerson in talks with Nebraska, but he was born in Iowa and they're looking for an offensive coordinator. Where does Dana Holgerson land? That is a fantastic question. Um, Stricky, you said in the happy hour and I agreed with you, Dana Holgerson as quarterback's coach and offensive coordinator seemed like a great idea for Nebraska. Not just as a big name splash hire, but a guy that's been successful at the highest level before. Would have loved that for Nebraska. Is Still talking with Nebraska. Seems like that would be an analyst position. I don't know if anyone has mentioned here on the airwaves today. Paul Christ was in talks to be Iowa's offensive coordinator, but he said no. He's going to stay as an analyst at Texas, I believe. So Paul Christ turned down a chance to come back to the Big Ten. He will not replace Brian Ferentz as Iowa's offensive coordinator. I think that's a big blow for Iowa. I don't think Dana Holgerson fits Iowa nearly as well. I don't think he has that same mindset that. Kirk Ferentz would be looking for in his offensive coordinator. Paul Christie, like such an Iowa hire. Now I think Dana Holgerson would have been, you know, would be good for Iowa, right. To inject some life into them, new ideas, try to get them to, to modernize. But even though he is an Iowa guy, I think he, he has enough Midwestern roots to not just, you know, spread it out and throw the ball 80 times a game. I don't think Dana Holgerson fits what Kirk Ferentz is looking for. And I think that's a big missed opportunity from Iowa.
1: It's um, to me, it's one of those things where you look at the team, where they are, um, kind of the hesitancy to change, mm-hmm. but there's a foundational regime intact. In mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there was conversations, and to me, if I was going in for a position to be a coach or or any form of a coach. I would do a lot of talking, but I would do more listening. Mm. Right. You're the one asking the questions. I would do a lot of question asking Mm -hmm. because I would need to know if what I bring to the table is going to be something that can work within This is or you're going to actually listen or you're actually willing to adjust or change because it looks to me or it seems to me there's a track record at Iowa that we don't really care about the offense, but we're going to just stop you on defense and just score when we can. Mm -hmm. Doesn't seem like they've recruited for it. Um, The quarterbacks to me have just been mediocre. So it's been tough for them to get the type of play because it doesn't seem that the messaging that's getting put across is a message that would want to draw those type of players for a scheme. Now, they've had Mm -hmm. great receivers that have gone on and played at the next level. I mean, so they've they've had hits, but it just doesn't seem like a, a fit system,
0: right? I'm with you. And here's the thing. Kirk Ferentz isn't going to be around forever. Like, I know it seems like it, but he will retire at some point. If you told me Iowa's coach in waiting was Dana Holgerson, again, I'd be surprised, but I wouldn't hate that for them. Like Dana Holgerson was a pretty solid head coach. Yeah. It's I just weird. don't think it happens. Yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah, Swift from Lincoln completely agrees with you. He says, Can Iowa really change you know their their offensive identity? Kirk is still their guy. It seems like this is his identity. Absolutely. And that's why we haven't heard that smoke. But if you're Iowa and you're looking for respect in the new Big Ten, right? Everyone is writing you off as a product of the Big Ten West. Now was your chance to make that hire that says, you will take us seriously because we will modernize, we will update, we will adapt to the changing times of college football. We can still lean on our defense and be defense first, but there's no reason our offense has to languish ranking in the hundreds, hundred twenties, right? Iowa had a chance to make a statement, not to say they still can't, but it doesn't seem like that's going to happen And not that I'm sad that I was missing this opportunity, but they had a chance and they're letting it slip.
1: I agree. And they haven't been like huge players in the transfer portal. Right. Mm -hmm. See, I I think another team that has missed the mark that they missed the exit that they missed the, uh, the, you know, when you're in a shuttle, or mm-hmm. I guess if you're whatever any type of space shuttle or they say that you there's a certain place that you need to re-enter in order to land at certain mm-hmm. like Edwards Air Force Base or so forth and so on, right, they've missed it yeah and 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 the other team that I'm talking about that missed it is Clemson. Mm. like Clemson literally didn't get in the game they're they're the, portal they're the game, they're the blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> of college football. Like I like they, that, yeah. They literally just were like, hey, we are who we are and we're going to be who we're going to be and we don't need all of that. And oops. They missed. Mm-hmm. So guys were jumping in, but there weren't replacements being... They weren't jumping back. They weren't jumping back. So this, to me, it seems very Iowa-ish as well. Mm-hmm. They're they're missing. And they're not able to draw because I think it's it's messaging and they don't have anything to draw you or want you to make you feel comfortable in going out to Iowa City and playing out there on the offensive side of things.
0: Right. There's nothing interesting. So Joe E., pretty concerning for Iowa. Like, I would be let down if I was a fan. We got turned down by a choice that I think would have been solid for Iowa's identity but underwhelming in the, the grand scheme of things. We'll see how the Hawkeyes react, see what Kirk Ferentz elects to do what direction he goes next. Um, we had a tie on the text line from Giltnerd nerd and Scott and Bancroft. So we'll uh, put you both down for those $15 to upside bar and lounge. We'll get to that grade here for Matt rule in just a sec, but strict some other interesting grades from CBS sports. As, as I look down this list, Kenny Dillingham, a three and nine debut season at Arizona state, whatever. Hugh freeze lost some bad games late, got manhandled by New Mexico state choked the game against Alabama, C- for him. Scott Satterfield at Cincinnati always seemed like a weird hire. They give him a D. And then we get down to Colorado in Deion Sanders. What a
1: fall from grace. Through the Cincinnati. first-
0: Cincinnati. Oh, seriously, though. Right? From fickle in the playoff to 3-9 yeah. and nine and struggling in the new Big 12. Yeah. Then we get down to Deion Sanders at Colorado. If you grade this hire through two weeks, it's an A+. CBS Sports ends up giving a C-plus grade to Deion Sanders for the work he did in year one at Colorado four and eight record. We know the offensive success they had until their line broke down even further and they stopped being able to get away with some of their pass protection issues. Defense wasn't great all year long. And some of that internal turmoil with the, the offensive play calling and Sean Lewis and all that, there was some weirdness going on on the field. I can see how that would be a, you know, C minus to a C plus somewhere in that range. Off the field, though, that's hundred percent A plus. They nailed that higher for the publicity, right? Where Where do you great well, the whole DI? program?
1: I mean, like you, like you're saying, off the field, but also in the bank account. I mean, <laughs> with, with merchandising and and ticket sales and just the buzz around Boulder went to a whole nother level. Okay, so mm-hmm. you can you can account for that now. <clears throat> When you're able to do what you did out of the transfer portal world, you were literally skeletonized. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quitgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Is that even if that's a word? I don't (laughs) even think that's a word. I think I created a word. It is now. Strictionary. Strictionary. (laughs) Um, Skeletonized. (laughs) Your whole team, and to even get any kind of production out of it, let alone early on in, in the game is making the kind of noise that you're making, I still think that, This is the year where you're going to figure out if things are going to start to solidify, Mm -hmm. or if it's mire and clay. Mm. If it's let me know not mire. If it's iron and clay. Iron and clay don't mix. They don't bond well together. Right. This is when you're going to see if the bond is real or if it's not. If it's fake. If it's if it's crumbling. If it's if uh, it has any merit. But. You still like what they're able to draw you you still feel good because you've got your quarterback back you've got some some pieces back
0: hunter back y- you 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 did
1: what you were supposed to to me they they did what rule did and that's addressed the situations the problems they mm-hmm. went straight at line like they hit they now whether they're hits is going to be another thing, but they went hard at it. Mm-hmm. and they hit hard at the line. I'm sure at the defensive line, they want to make sure that they hit there. Um, I think in their skill positions, they still feel pretty good. Obviously, listen, I personally think Shiloh Sanders is going to be a pro. Watching him from the safety position, I think he's going to be a pro. Um, I think you don't want to lose that, but they've got a couple of good ones still back there at the safety position. I think their linebackers are little, you Me. know, yeah, right? So they they still got some areas to address, but I think they went to the offensive side and really honed in on that. And that's what I can appreciate about Matt rule. And mm-hmm. I know we're going to get into what Matt rules grade is, but I can really appreciate because everything he's done since he's come here, since he arrived, and since he spoke in front of the podium, he's been doing what he said. He was everything he said he's been doing. Mm-hmm. And you've actually been seeing the work. You can see people. I don't care if it's pastors I don't care if it's CEOs. I don't care if it's business people. This is what I actually love about DP and what he's done here at the ticket. Um, What he showed, what he shared with me down in Florida, I'm seeing because he shared a vision. He shared things with me that he wanted to do and where he was trying to take it. And there's nothing greater than to have a leader to do what they told you they're going to do. And this is why I think they're able to retain players. Mm -hmm. This is why I think they're able to land the players. This is why I think you're able to get a Dylan role. And now listen, NIL plays a part. Now, we ain't going to say that we know money is also involved, but mm-hmm. but still, there has to be a correlation between the money and the voice and, and, and the message.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Joe asks, uh, how do they justify a C-plus when you didn't do anything with that talent the team had with all those great transfers? They got worse as the season went on. Yeah, they faded. They absolutely did. I mean, 1-8 and eight in the Pac-12 is... Not great. But again, this was a better Pac 12 than it had been in years past. So you have to give some credit for that. Claytonia John asks Would you rather have wins or all the hype off the field like Colorado? Obviously, you want both. But if Colorado doesn't start winning, how long do you think the circus can last? I think the circus toned down, Mm -hmm. right? They started losing. I think Dion did a pretty good job of not making headlines later on in the year, right? Once that initial hype and buzz faded. I don't like how he handled his offensive coordinator situation. He wasn't out there, you know, trying to make news necessarily, right? That to me would have been circus, right? He put his head down, he got to work, even though they started losing. And here's the thing: Colorado did, you know, contend for a Pac-12 South title, um, you know, five six years ago. But that's a program that didn't just need wins; it needed hype and flash and so and some of that that sizzle because that was a program that was just kind of sitting dead. there right you should never just be si- there's a lot of talent in Colorado in Denver should be a pretty attractive place to play Colorado wasn't right so no the record at 4 and 8 doesn't justify much better than a C plus but you have to factor in everything he brought to Colorado off the field as well to help raise that grade at least a little bit
1: yeah i think i again those are elements of the things that we can we can get really caught in And 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 focused in on one element of the thing, and that's wins and losses. Mm -hmm. Like it's so easy for us to just talk about wins and losses. Like, like even with Nebraska basketball, it's easy for us, you know, to look at wins and losses and the losses that they had and the way that they had their losses. But I, it's 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 bigger. It's bigger than just that to me, Mm -hmm. right? It's it's the way that they're playing. It's it's the energy that they're. It's so many other things that involve just going out there and having wins and losses like I still don't believe that the the talent level was at a super high level it, yes they got good it's tough to take 50 something people mm-hmm. and put them together that have never known and, each other it, now listen we're talking now from spring to fall In that shorter period of time, Mm -hmm. where you have a whole bunch of people gone, new people have to come. They still got to get on campus, got to meet new people, and have to figure out how to jail with them. I still think that's tough. Now, Mm -hmm. other people can do it better than this. Is why I commend Fred Hoiberg just for what they've been able to do with some integral pieces Mm -hmm. that they were able to bring in out of the transfer portal. Mm -hmm. To get a team to jail and to be on one accord and to win the way that they've won. It's impressive, Mm -hmm. but it's not easy to do.
0: It is not, right? And that's the thing. We have some people sending in texts on the text line, keep them coming, 402-464-5685. The point is they gave him a C-plus because of the mixed bag, right? They they didn't separate into an on-field and off-field grade, but I'm saying the on-field by the end of the year was probably closer to a D, right? Mm -hmm. Colorado was not playing good football. They weren't protecting the quarterback. They weren't stopping anybody. Hard to win games that way, and it proved. But Deion Sanders brought that that flash that Colorado needed. So in that aspect, what he did as a representative of Colorado raised his grade a little bit, right? You have to take the good with the bad. And that's why they didn't give him an A. Yeah. You couldn't, you couldn't really give him a B. They didn't make a bowl game. You know? So I get where they're going, right? They have their grade holistically. If you want to break it down into the other aspects, you can. Um Let's just give a couple more interesting names. We'll give you Matt Rule's grade at the end of this segment. We'll talk about it next segment. You have Brent Key at Georgia Tech uh, going to a bowl game. He gets a B plus. The first A on the list, Jeff Brom, former Purdue head coach, goes to Louisville. Um, coaches them to the precipice of a New Year's Six bowl game. Really impressive job by Jeff Brom you know, going back to Louisville, his alma mater, getting them to 10 wins the ACC championship game. Um, In his first year, you go from an A with Brom Strick to an F in Zach Arnett, which I don't know is necessarily fair. Mississippi State um, didn't have a good year. Arnett went 4-6 as head coach before being dismissed. But the Zach Arnett firing to me Strick felt kind of Frank Reich-ish in Carolina, where let's not forget the circumstances Arnett took over under. Mike Leach had the heart attack before the bowl game. Zach Arnett was the coach for that bowl game. And then they removed his interim tag for the season. He got 10 games was all to prove himself. Now, did he deserve more time? I don't know, but I can, I can respect them saying, okay, we don't think he's our guy. We're not seeing the progress that we want. Let's, Which coach let's are cut now. Arnett for Mississippi state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But at the same time, it's a guy with his first head coaching gig at a historically difficult place to Darkville win. ain't easy. It is not, not necessarily the most attractive place. So, I feel like Zach Arnett didn't necessarily have the greatest circumstances and greatest chance to build anything more than he did in year one. So I think giving him an F, given all the circumstances around his hiring in the first place, when he didn't get a full season, I think an F is a little harsh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's harsh. And I think certain programs are going to get that. Unfortunately, they happen to be in, in, in one of the, top conferences in football and that's the sec Mm -hmm. so i think they're going to be judged more harshly unfortunately than than most other programs um i know we're going to get into the the nebraska situation Mm -hmm. but um I, i i find it hard to look at certain programs and just really judge them hard harshly on their situations because it's so much harder than we can expect.
0: Troy Taylor at Stanford. Yeah. It's so much hard. Yeah. It's nah.
1: It, it's so much harder than what we can. We just don't understand all the nuances that goes into this, mm-hmm. this stuff. Like, can you just fault like a Pittsburgh for having a great year? And then all of a sudden falling off because some of your best players are shooting out to USC or going out to the other, You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's tough to recover from that. If you don't have the same type of resources, you're already like in a, a destination that's hard to recruit to anyway. Mm-hmm. You're not necessarily a perennial powerhouse. So you had, you had a lot of things working against you. It's like, it's really hard work. And I don't think we understand how hard it is sometimes.
0: I'm with you on that. Okay. So Matt rules grade from CBS sports drum roll, please. In your mind for just a second. Brrr, two. B minus. CBS Sports gives Matt Rule a B- for his first year in charge of the Huskers. What's their rationale, and how does he compare to two other Big Ten West coaches? We'll dive into that in our next segment here during On the Block. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $129 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural
1: boneless chicken breasts for $249 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon.